Welcome to the Staying Ageless Podcast, a show that will equip you with the major keys to achieve extraordinary longevity. This is your girl, Asosa E, also known as Raw Girl. I'm a certified nutrition specialist and behavioral coach. And today on the show, we will be talking about how to take control of your health and stay ageless. In order to get this longevity party started, I'm going to give you a brief rundown on some of the major keys to staying ageless that I have learned from living examples. Later today, we'll be chatting with our ageless Shiro, the fabulous queen, Chef Babette. I am so grateful to have each and every one of you tuning into the show from all over the world. Shout out to listeners in the USA, the UK, the UAE, Ireland, Spain, South Africa, France, Germany, Nigeria, and much more. If today's show inspires you, I am inviting you to go ahead and subscribe and leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. It means the world to me to get feedback, so any reviews are much appreciated. Hey, y'all. Hey, I'm back for a moment (laughs) with the first episode of season seven. We are still actually in the middle of finishing season seven for you guys, but I'm here with the first episode a little earlier because of our special, amazing guest for today, Chef Babette. I cannot wait for you to hear our conversation. But before we get all the way into it, I also have to let you know that my transformative eight-week program, Staying Ageless 30 Plus, is back. We are starting early October, so you got to join before the end of the month. And we already got a few women who are ready to reach their body goals before 2023, okay? If you didn't know, Staying Ageless 30 Plus is my signature transformative eight-week program in which women have reversed hypertension, diabetes, lost up to 30 pounds, balanced hormonally, resolved gut issues, discontinued medication, child, and the list goes on. This course is for you if you are 30 years of age or older, interested in staying fly until you're 99 or close to it, want to figure out exactly what diet and exercise is best for you, and create lasting healthy habits. If you are interested in joining us, Go to my website, therawgirl.com, and sign up for a free 20-minute call to learn how staying ageless can help you reach your health goals. Or if you know you're already ready, like you've been saving up your coins and you're like, girl, I've been waiting since last year, no problem. You can go hold your spot by going over to stayingagelessuniversity.com and signing right up. All right? Hope to see you in class. Health is a state of complete physical, mental, and social well-being, and and not merely the absence of disease or infirmity. For me, the true measure of health is actually resilience. So I always think it's so fascinating to talk to people who are super healthy and hear how they overcame challenges because of the things they're doing day to day. To achieve optimal health, you got to look at the whole person. It's got to be mind, body, emotions, and spirit. And this season... I'm going to get all the way into some essential pillars of health more in depth that you may have not considered, and that'll be in future episodes. Today, though, I want to talk about how many people are on that YOLO tip, (laughs) you only live once, and they actually would rather go out indulging in unhealthy pleasures than make healthy decisions day to day. So what's the whole point of all this anyway? Well, if you're a listener of this podcast, you likely know or have learned that living a healthy lifestyle can help you avoid disease, reduce your risk of death from cancer, heart attack, any kind of chronic disease. It can help you live longer. It can help you improve your memory, your mental sharpness, your energy levels, 
prevent injuries, and so much more. There are many ways to slow down the aging process and keep your body looking young, but you got to start right now if you want to live your best, longest possible life. And by right now, I mean wherever you are. One of the most inspiring things about our guest today is that she did not start on her healthy living path until around age 40. I've heard of many others who started way later than her and are living phenomenal ageless lives. If you commit to your rituals with dedication, it will pay off for you longer term more than you can imagine. Remember, your body is not just a thing. It's an extension of you. So do what it takes to help keep it functioning well and staying as useful as possible for as long as you possibly can. During my years practicing holistic wellness for myself, and now as a practicing certified nutrition specialist who's been in At this now, for four years servicing clients through my own practice, I've observed that daily rituals are the key to staying young and ageless. There are three areas in which many fabulous ageless men and women tend to have rituals, and I learned this from interviewing them. First one is diet. This means that they focus on eating a variety of whole foods, including fruits, vegetables, beans, whole grains, and lean protein sources that are rich in nutrients to support overall healthy lifestyle. A good diet is going to help you reduce inflammation. It's going to help you uh, rev up your metabolism. And it's also going to be right for your body type, which will help you stay young for longer and also sustain that lifestyle long-term. A good diet is also going to help you eliminate toxins from your body on a regular basis, which can cause damage to your cells. Many of the ageless heroes and heroes I've interviewed were on high plant-based diets or raw food diets. And this makes sense to me because plant-based diets are detoxifying. When you adopt a detoxifying diet later in life or at any point, you're slowing the amount of toxic overload on your body. And with less burden, you're not going to age as rapidly. Although plant-based diet may not be the right thing for every single person, it is really, really crucial to find a manner of eating that works for your body type and stick to it. The second thing is elimination, aka not being constipated and also ensuring that you poop out, sweat out, and flesh out and want to build up in your body, okay? Elimination is one of the most important factors in maintaining good health. Regular consumption of water helps with your digestion and will also keep your digestive system working properly and aid in the elimination process, removing toxins from the body as it flushes out waste products through urine and sweat. Drinking enough water also keeps your skin hydrated, keeps your blood pressure regular, and protects the body against inflammation and other diseases. The last thing that I noticed that many Asian heroes and heroes pay attention to is their lifestyle. And this is kind of obvious, but one thing I thought was really fascinating is that I've noticed that many Asian heroes and heroes have a positive mindset, which plays a major role in longevity. During my interviews, I noticed that all of the people that I've interviewed have had a can-do attitude about life. They've had a positive mindset and they focus majorly towards what they can do, how they can transform their lives that day, taking, taking ownership of their lives and believing that they can make a change in their body, their health, that they can have control of their emotions, that can look on the brighter side of life. Other components of lifestyle obviously include exercise, so very... Uh, Many of them had regular exercise regimens, very important. 
for keeping the body active, keeping the body limber, allowing you to actually be able to move, giving you energy. And they all had a form of either spirituality, meditation, or a way to actually calm themselves down, child, and not have this, the, the heightened effects of stress on their body. So whether it be meditation or yoga or prayer um, or a religious practice, whatever it was, having that regular way of stress management, turning to a higher power, tuning into silence, I've noticed is a very regular component um, with men and women who are ageless heroes and heroes. And other parts of the lifestyle part that can be essential and game changers are getting enough sleep, child. I never heard anybody <laughs> who was ageless tell me they only living on three hours of sleep, you know. So getting enough sleep is crucial. I mean, because sleep is our reboot. Like you don't ever leave your computer on forever and ever because it would eventually crash. Just like if you stay up forever and ever, you will eventually crash. It's really essential for you to reboot, get enough sleep so that all of the good stuff that you're doing in your lifestyle can integrate. And also our sleep affects our cravings, our sleep affects our blood pressure, our blood glucose levels, so many things. Starting with good sleep is also going to give us enough rest that we can actually exercise. There's so much. A lack of sleep can lead to physical and mental fatigue. And, and so it's really, really, really important to prioritize your sleep and not make it a secondary thing. Uh, another component of lifestyle is supplementation. Now, supplementing your diet with vitamins and minerals can help you prevent certain diseases and, and just imbalances in general in your body because we do need nutrients, we do need enough minerals, we need all of these things to function at our best. Certain nutrients can help us reduce the risk of certain chronic illnesses. But even if they're not taking supplements, I've noticed that ageless heroes and heroes were able to get ample amounts of minerals and vitamins their body needs through using specific superfoods on a regular basis. I noticed that they'll have a ritual, whether it be smoothies or a juice or specific combinations of superfoods. But those specific combinations that they're doing every single day are actually giving their body all of the minerals and vitamins and essentials that they need, which is very exciting. It's really important to note that every individual is unique. So it's very important that you figure out your body your health, what exercise and diet is best for you, and stick to it, child. Now that you get the gist of the underpinnings of, okay, how do I stay ageless? How do I, what are the areas that I should focus on? I hope that you start putting this all together for yourself. This is part of why I got my Staying Ages 30 Plus class, to give people support to really understand their body so that they can adopt a lifestyle that works for them. And it starts today, okay? If you are interested in living your best ageless life, I want you to think about starting today and think about what can I do today? What ritual can I adopt? What can I do? Can I drink my water and mind my business? Can I take my supplements? Can I get in a run? Can I get in a walk? Whatever it is that you can do today, do it, okay? We're going to take a short break. And when we come back, we're going to chat with our fabulous ageless guest. So stay tuned. Are you a woman struggling with horrible periods, fibroids, endometriosis, PCOS, infertility, or unsavory menopausal symptoms? 
I'm Asosa E, also known as The Raw Girl of TheRawGirl.com. I'm a certified nutrition specialist and behavioral coach. And in my Hormone Balancing Academy, me and my team can help you approach any hormonal challenge you are facing from a holistic perspective. Don't take my word only for it. Here's a snippet from a recent client whose fibroid shrunk after following my recommendations. Um, come to find out my fibroid shrunk to a 1.5. Yes, Jesus. <laughs> I was so happy and grateful to God and Asosa and, you know, just her program really. Outside of my fibroid shrinking, I am off of chicken, so I don't do meat. Yes, Jesus. <laughs> and I don't do dairy. Don't, you know, we don't do that anymore. And my weight is steadily at a 101 pounds as of today. So my weight did go up. Um, So I'm really happy with, you know, with my results. I'm really grateful to, you know, to God and to to ASOS and her, her Raw Girl program. And I highly, highly, highly recommend you sign up for Raw Girl. You won't regret it. Just in case you missed it, head on back to season six and hear more of the amazing glow-up stories from women who have overcome infertility, normalized incessant periods, and much more. If you or someone you know are interested in reaching your hormonal health goals with support this year, visit therawgirl.com to sign up for a free 20-minute call and a member of our team will talk to you. Until then, stay healthy and happy. Chef Babette is a world-class healthy chef, fitness enthusiast, and motivational speaker. She runs a successful restaurant, Stuff I Eat, in Inglewood, California, and has a loyal fan base via social media outlets while participating in health summit events around the country. Now to age 71, she is a force of nature who seems to be able to do it all. Some of Chef Babette's television appearances include The Doctors, Inside Edition, The Chew, The Steve Harvey Show, the HBO hit comedy series Insecure, Chanel 7 Ion LA, Home and Family, and The Know-It-All Guide to Nuts. She's also a co-host of the streaming show Sunday Bites and Tidbits, which shares information about being plant-based and living a healthy lifestyle. Her passion lies in inspiring and exposing information to individuals who may not otherwise be acquainted with the healthier lifestyles due to environmental and economic barriers, or the simple lack of knowledge. Becoming a fitness enthusiast and a self-taught chemist in the kitchen, perfecting healthy food that tastes out of this world, allowed her to eat and enjoy the meals she loved without the guilt or associated diseases or ailments. I'm excited to invite you to listen in on a conversation with one of my ageless heroes, Chef Babette. I'm so excited about interviewing you. Really? You don't have any idea, okay? <laughs> I've been wanting to interview you for a good long minute. So I'm going to ask you all the questions I need to ask you. And I also, of course, want to talk about your fabulous new show because you're living your best life. Okay, do your thing, boo. Okay. So where do I begin? Okay, let's start with, I want to know. You bit- know one thing, I don't know nothing about computers. <laughs> that's okay 
It don't even matter. It don't even matter. Right. <laughs> um, I want to know, well, I guess, so I know your your restaurant, Stuff I Eat, has been around for almost 15 years, right? Ooh, we've been around since 2008. That's when we opened the wow. doors. That's a long time. That's a long time. Yeah. yeah. And I know a little bit about your journey. I've heard a little bit about your journey, but what led you to um, transition to plant-based and then eventually open a whole restaurant? That's what I want to start with. Okay. First of all, um, my husband, Rondell Davis, when I met him, mm-hmm. he um, now he was not a vegan, but when he prepped the very first meal, you know, day we went, we first, we worked out, then he prepared a meal for me. And the meal was, and I, I'm telling you, girl, I had the roughest time digesting my food. I, I combined everything like everybody else. I ate a lot of sugar. You know, I would eat fruit with, with chicken. It didn't make no difference. Well, just eating everything. Right. And my system hated it. So I was, constantly extremely miserable uh, when I ate. Um, Plus, I had um, spaces in my teeth. I had to wear braces. And meat would always be lodged in my teeth. So chicken was more of a favorite for me. But Mm -hmm. I never ate a lot of meat, but I ate it. Mm -hmm. So I had a miserable time digesting food, acid reflex. I made the loudest belches on the planet, girl. Always had gas. Mm. And so he fed me this meal. And it was nothing more than, first of all, I had never heard of basmati rice, but it was brown basmati rice, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. string beans, tofu that I kept calling chicken, the way he fried it up. Okay. And uh, some type of a cracked bread, cracked wheat bread, and a salad. And I ate this, but I didn't have any issues after I ate it. Wow. And so he suggested two books. One was Fit for Life by Harvey and Marilyn Diamond. Mm-hmm. The other one was The Mucusless Diet Healing System by Professor Arnold Eric. Mm-hmm. Now, this is this is part, this is the journey. This is exactly what happened. I read the books and started doing exactly what was suggested in the books mm-hmm. and started feeling unbelievably different immediately. Wow. Um, and especially with the food combining, I was like, it's big. I didn't know I, I didn't know I was doing all this stuff and it wasn't supposed to be done like this. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, um, and the mucusless diet, understanding that most disease, according to him, is just an overload of inflammation. We just mucus up. Mm, mm. And um started making the changes and my life started changing. And that's the honest to God too. That's how it all all began. Wow. I, um, he and I eventually, two years later, we got married. Um, and then, you know, as time went on, coming up with our own recipes, we began to understand that we should share this with other people because it tastes like regular food. One thing led to another. We wind up with a cart over at Agape Spiritual Center on the parking lot for six years. Next thing you know, we get this little restaurant and the rest is history. Wow. 
So wait, you never did formal culinary. You were just like, I love cooking and you were experimenting. I'm the same. I way. didn't love cooking, child. I yeah. only, I, no, no, he cooked more than me. Okay. He know nothing about that. Girl, I, I got one knife I use in the kitchen. He asked me, <laughs> you know, some chefs have a whole thing and I was like, I don't need all that. I just, <laughs> I know what I cut up. I just give me that one knife. I like that knife. No, <laughs> so I, I was not self-trained. However, I understood that if coming from where I come from, girl, I'm from the east side of L.A. I, we ate everything from the Ruta to the Tudor. But <laughs> knowing that I could eat this way and feel because I had eczema, asthma, I couldn't even wear nothing backwards. I oh, had no. bumps. It, I ate so much sugar. I ate so... I was addicted to it. Wow. Addicted to sugar and accent. What's that? Uh, what, what they used to call us? The accent that was what it was, but in monosodium glutamate. I was so yes. addicted to monosodium glutamate. I used to carry some in a plastic bag. So if I went to a restaurant that I'm and I could taste the food and know they didn't have it on there, I would sprinkle it on my food when it came. Lord have mercy. <laughs> Lord have mercy. <laughs> oh my goodness. You know, girl, that is really ghetto. Girl, you taking your <laughs> <laughs> to the restaurant. <laughs> now I know hair and bales don't sell. They don't put MSG on their food zone. Yeah, that was me. I was a hot mess. But educating myself was like the most important thing. When he gave me the books, that was like one of the smartest things he could have done. Because he was one of them. He was like this. I want my books back. And you see, this is our autograph book here. He gave me the hard cover. And so I wanted back immediately. So it forced me to get the information quickly. Mm. And at that point, I was open. I was like a sponge because wow. I didn't realize that there was a proper way for us to eat. When I ate chitlins and greens and uh, uh, um, some sweet potatoes and potato salad and made us some coleslaw, you know, you just combining all this stuff together. And then I would get sick every time, every every uh, winter we had that kind of food. I would always feel horrible. I told my mother, I think I said, I think I'm allergic to chitlins. Well, yeah, you allergic to chitlins? You eat the <laughs> dang intestines of a pig? You, you yeah, you allergic? <laughs> oh my goodness! It was all that stuff I was eating together. Yeah. In, a, in a system that was not designed or created to ingest that kind of food, number one. And then I'm piling all this other stuff on top of it. Of course I was sick. And if anybody eats that way, they're going to feel like crap after they eat. Mm -hmm. That's why we get the agus. Because mm -hmm. we done piled all this stuff in. And, and Man, learning that just really, really changed my life for the better. So we wow. we had to share it. Wow, that's am that's amazing. Yeah. Now, do you have do, in your family? Did you have a like a bunch of family history of disease? And and if so, do you? I mean, you know, typical. Typical. What we got? Diabetes, heart problems, asthma, mm -hmm. eczema. Mm -hmm. Yeah, all that drug addiction, mm -hmm. all that. I was part of all that. I went through all of that. My brother died in his early 50s, and I'm sure it was his heart. Oh, Lord. 
My sister, she did. She was she used five years younger than myself, but she she you know she was into all kind of weird stuff and ate wow. poorly too. So they gone. My wow. mama did have a, a lengthy life. I don't. I mean, I guess it was good quality, but when I look back on it, I mean, you know, if if she went to the supermarket, wasn't nobody pushing the basket for her because that was the walker. <laughs> You know, you know how sisters are used that, that that shopping cart. That's gonna be the walker for the day. I ain't gonna oh, bring the walker up in here, but I'm gonna use this shopping cart. So she died at 93, but she had a stroke wow. prior to transitioning. Wow! And it and it all had to do with clogged arteries and stubbornness, and you know, and we're still a very stubborn species when it comes to. Um, understanding and knowing we we buy in how can i say this so that it makes sense we don't search the knowledge for ourselves mm. um you know they 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 came, in the in the 50s when i was in elementary school they came up with that little that little pyramid that little food chart mm-hmm. and then by the time we was in our 40s half the stuff on the chart they were saying shouldn't eat no more Yes, so true. I don't, I don't quite understand that. Then. <laughs> Why you told me? Why you tell me to eat that? And then God bless PCRM. They have now. They even have a plant based one. And I want to make one. I want to make a new food pyramid that Thank incorporates you. African because I'm Af- I'm African. That incorporates African well, superfoods. And why all you saying you African? I'm seventy eight percent West African, so no. I'm African too. Child. Yeah, but you know what I mean, like, you know, I'm, I'm very, decent, but I'm so proud to to get that out. I, when yeah. I found out about 78%, I was like, man. From where? Where? West African, like Nigeria, a place that's like that. See, we might be, hey, who knows? <laughs> like, anyway, so. Um, but yeah, um, um, yeah, so so it's 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 one of those things that we were misled. I mean, yeah. you know, even even with the fact that um, you know, in the late 60s, I mean, you know, here we come with all the processed food, you know, everybody's just not eating real food anymore. Mm-hmm. They're avoiding fruits and vegetables, and yeah. now you're eating out of boxes and paper bags, and, yeah. and you've got all kinds of chemicals. You can't even pronounce the names, yeah. no, no, but you need these chemicals to create the processed foods. So the chemicals that are processing the foods are harming you as much as the processed food. And they're not food. It's food-like substances. Even your cheese it crackers, sorry, cheese it that ain't real food. Mm-hmm. You you tell me in very light, faint writing that the food items in there is, is bioengineered. Mm-hmm. So you're telling me it's fake. But half the words you can't even pronounce. But we, we've become so accustomed to believing that the government has our back. And because I believe that. I used to believe that if it was sold in the supermarket right. with the FDA and all these Hey, they have to pass the test, so it must be okay for me to eat it. I I believed that, and hundreds and thousands of us believed it too, even to this day. And and that's so unfortunate because in other countries they do a way better job. Even Be- much better, way with better chemicals. job. Of, but listen, of people. you don't think yeah. that has to do with with a little bit of uh, trying to control the population? Oh, uh, sure. because you know. Capitalism. When, when, yes, when 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 the when the government 
signs these bills and, and they start talking about, well, this is going to help the seniors with their uh, prescription drugs. So you just said it's going to help the seniors with their prescription drugs. So what it is, you have a timeline here. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You're expecting that when I get to be a certain age, I should be on 15 to 16 different meds. Exactly. At least by the time I'm in my late 40s. And it'll be hanging out till you're in your 50s. You need to start getting sick when you're in your 40s. Mm-hmm. So then the uh, the pharmaceutical company gonna make a little bit of money off of you and then the doctor's gonna be making a bid off of you. And then you out of here after wait. Everybody done made some money and you've had a lousy quality of life. And that's why knowledge is power. That is why being the mamas and papas of civilization, right now we should be standing strong and we should be learning and understanding what we're supposed to be eating. Not taking the word of somebody else and a little box of uh, cheeses. That ain't cheese. Mm. And anyway, cheese is cow plus. You don't mm. need it anyway. Mm-hmm. Anyway, let me hush. I'll be sounding. <laughs> I love Reverend it. B. Reverend B. I love it. <laughs> um. So when did you start your fitness journey? Because, child, I showed some friends of mine some of your push-up videos and we were like, all right, we about to do, like, I was like, let me get down. Hey, I, get with it, baby. Start, I don't care who it is. I started with one push-up. You know, I already did the 75. You know, I'm doing that challenge where I'm supposed to do one push-up. I already did the 75 because somebody posted, you know, I do sets of 10. I'm like, because that set of 25 is rough. I was yeah. like, let me do sets of 10. Girl, when I do sets of 10, for my birthday, I'm doing 100 push-ups. Wow. You understand? But yeah. I'm just saying, if if I can do it, all y'all can do it. We all can do it. We we built this on our backs because we're strong. We are mm-hmm. strong. Mm-hmm. And we built this. And we can, we can build ourselves because the human body, practicing self-love and self-care, it responds to the love you give it or not. When did you start working out? When, my, when I met my husband, same man that fed me that little meal. Okay. Took me up to Griffith Park, what ran the whole, the whole hill backwards. And I'm I'm getting every every incline. I'm like, how many more inclines? He said, just another one around the corner. He's doing the whole thing going backwards. And I was like, if he can do this whole thing going backwards one day, I'm going to be able, maybe at a walker's pace, but at least in a running mode, I'm going to be able to do this hill. And I can, if I go with you tomorrow, awesome. I'm getting ready to run that hill. Awesome. But but I was so intrigued by it. And the fact that I had just been sitting, I was getting ready. I was on my way to being like everybody else. Mm. And I met him in 1990. Okay. And thanks to him, my life changed that's awesome. you understand what i'm saying it's always nice it's always nice for that spirit to come into your existence your you know this this part of your experience that takes you on the leads you in the direction you need to go that's beautiful mm-hmm. to me yeah mm-hmm. that's amazing so you yeah. started working out around then you changed your diet i was 40 you were 40. I was 40. Wow, that's inspiring. Um, it is inspiring. That is why I like to tell the story. Because yeah. it's not too late. Yes. 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 But ain't nobody going to do it for you, though. That's the yeah. only thing. 
The yeah. only ain't nobody getting up to do nary a push-up or none of this for me. <laughs> That's what I always tell my clients. I'm like, I really wish I could come over and make your breakfast for you, but I can't. So you're going to have to make your decisions and, you know, mind your business, drink your water, do all the stuff. Girl, come on. <laughs> we done got lazy. We done got lazy. There was a time when sisters 80 years old carrying baskets and stuff on their head, walking miles yeah. and getting it done. So yeah. that tells you that the human body will respond. Yeah. But if you just turn into a, a chair sitting slug, what you expect? You become yeah. part of the staff. Yes. So that's so dope. So 40, you start working out, you change your diet. How long did it take for you to really see results? Like how long did you did you feel like it took before you felt Well, like first of all, things started internally things started clearing up. My skin started clearing up. I could um, the bumps are going away. All the the belching is stopping and the gas and all that kind of stuff in my life just started getting so much better and I started getting stronger and desiring to um look and feel a certain way. I loved being able to run that Healy Griffith Park. Loved it. Um, my husband and I used to choose, I think it was uh, Santa Monica uh, out, out in the beach, Venice, whatever. They used to have a, a, a farmer's market and we mm -hmm. would choose that particular day um, to go run from say Venice to Santa Monica and back and then wow. hit the farmer's market. We did that together. Uh, I got into doing the stairs out at Santa Monica. Just, I, I, it just, it became exciting to me, you know, to be able to do it and not even realizing that it was actually going to affect my quality of life as I got older. Mm. It's so important to move. I'm so happy that mm. he got me moving. Mm. You know what I mean, girl? I'm so yeah. happy. I'm That's so exciting. Listen, my balance is so good that I tested myself putting on putting on my sock and my shoe and tying my shoe without holding on. All mm -hmm. of it. Mm -hmm. At 72 years old, I can do that. And that's a whole thing for some people. Like some Girl, people some people can't and have no balance. Balances. Wait a minute. Y'all hear me talking about that life alert. When I seen that commercial, I was like, Lord, ooh, I don't want to have to get in the bathtub and have to call the fire department to get oh, me out. But Lord, Lord, what to do? What to do? Lord, what to do? <laughs> and God said, Jesus, cord, no baby, you, you keep that core strong. You, When you go down, you'll be able to get up. Do not lose your core strength. Mm, mm. Right now, make sure you can do them. Put anything they got to do with core. Make mm -hmm. sure you got a good core. So mm. when you go, I don't need a whole bunch of people living with me when I get to be old. I don't trust everybody, and youngsters don't always treat you great. So guess mm -hmm. what? I want to be nice so I get so living. If I want to live by my dang self, I live by myself. <laughs> I don't. Mm, mm, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I believe that you will. I there was I interviewed Bernardo Lapaya when he was 109 and he was still chilling. He was still chilling, driving. Good to go. 109, that's crazy. Doing all of that. He was driving, he was doing his own thing, writing his books. It was he was like he was 70 and he was 109. It was wild. That's 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 incredible. Yeah. I love it. I love it, but that is what I desire. Quality over longevity. 
seriously. Because as far as I view in terms of us making our transitions, we're all terminal. You know, we only have the moment. Right. Because you're, 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 you're beaten one second and the very next second you're flatlined. Right. So as far as I'm concerned, I don't view death as a finalization. It may, this human form may be final, but the energy within mm-hmm. is never destroyed. So there's never a time that I'm not here. Y'all may not see this no more. Right. Uh, but your girl's still here somewhere. Right. I hear you. I hear Taking you. on some form. So my whole thing is longevity has its place, but really if I don't have the quality that's really what's important to me. Mm, I agree. I agree. And so I'm a certified nutrition specialist and I'm a behavioral coach. And what I help people with is dealing with their health issues holistically. And then I also help them with behavioral coaching, like get actually the healthy habits. And the thing that I find most fascinating about anyone as fabulous as you um, is just the daily rituals that people commit to that lead to this. This don't just happen overnight. It's like every single day you're waking up and doing something. So I really want to know what your rituals are. My ritual is I usually go to bed really early. Because I'm getting up 1.30 a.m. I'm usually, think that's bathroom run. I'm like clockwork. Everything is like clockwork because of the way I nourish myself. Mm. So usually 1.30, now depending on how soon I want to get to the restaurant, if I have a lot of prep, I do all the food and stuff I eat. Okay. Okay. I'm responsible. So if you come in there and don't like something, it's on me. Okay. Um, but but I'm up at 1.30. Sometimes I'll lay there and sometimes if I'm busy, I'm up. Take my shower, um, hook myself up. I got the whole little routine going. When I get over the stuff I eat, you know I got to hand me some juice. We got a big old industrial Ruby's juicer in there. I got my juice happening because I do greens every day. Yeah. So you know I'm juicing up some kale and I keep my green apples, love my ginger, and we always have a whole bunch of lemons. And so I got my juice going. That right there, if I drink some juice in the morning and my sea moss, I ain't even thinking about food. It, 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 you know, I'm tasting, making sure everything is what it's supposed to be. But I may have a workout section right after. So I'm not there anymore when we open like I used to be because okay. I had to squeeze my workout yeah. into that. Because since COVID, our staff has shriveled to almost nothing we had a staff before right and i had somebody in there prepping food all day i have i don't have that anymore we have four people including the maintenance guy wow so um then i go do my workout and most of the times i bring myself home because when i'm out and about i'm spending money on gas or I'm spending money. I don't care. I'm not, um, I'm very frugal and I am very, um, I'm a minimalist. Mm-hmm. I, um, I don't spend loads and loads of money on garments. Mm-hmm. No, I'm not. I'm not getting ready to do that. So don't come to me talking about, it costs $1,500, keep it. Right. <laughs> I ain't tripping. But, and then I bring myself home and I have things I, I do to relax myself. Um, uh, and and that's pretty much what I do. 
you know, sometimes I get busy with the Zoom calls and interviews and stuff like that. And then, of course, when it's time for me to go out of town to speak or shoot this or shoot that, I'm doing that. But for the most part, when I'm home, it is a routine, baby. It's every single day I'm doing the same thing. And, and so I'm so accustomed to it. That's why 1.30 a.m. I'm waking up, maybe 6 o'clock in the evening, and I'm like, lights out, bye, y'all. Right. TV is too noisy tonight. Right. That's you know? awesome. Very That's simple, awesome. very simple life. You're getting enough sleep. You're clearly giving your body amazing fuel. You're moving your body. What like, else? What else? I don't even have a doctor. I have no doctor. I don't. I'm on no meds. So don't be telling me if this this bill we signed is for the seniors and they know. I'm not that senior. You keep your poison to yourself. Maybe if you were signing the bills to help us with herbs, I'd be on that. But say you decided to take the herbs away and bring us the chemicals. Oh, we're going to make some money off these chemicals. Right. Sorry. I know I ain't supposed to be saying all that, but and what no, happened? No, it's true. Now, Speaking of herbs, do you take any supplements? Are you a supplement? Um, you know, it's the it's the sea moss, it's the um uh, um uh, E three live. Um, mm-hmm. if I if I'm ever somebody used to ask me about wheatgrass, barley grass, if I ever get it, I I take it. I love that kind of stuff. Um, eating more life than death. Mm-hmm. When I eat some French fries, like I I, I had some French fries and some guacamole today. That's mm-hmm. like a treat for me. But for the most part, I ain't trying to eat a whole bunch of cooked burn up food. No thanks. I don't, I don't care for that. My soul food platter, that's gluttonous to me. I, I, that's way, way more food than anybody need to be eating. But when you get to be in your 70s, my husband's the same way. You, just ain't, you don't desire massive amounts of food. I don't even know how people eat on Thanksgiving. I, 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 I prepare that stuff. That is way, way too much stuff. Well, so, it's definitely like they've already shown that longevity, like fasting helps with longevity and calorie restriction helps with longevity. So and I pretty much naturally kind of, yeah. I pretty much do the, um, what is it, intermittent fasting because there's a certain time in the evening and I ain't messing with nothing no more. Okay. No? okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And nice. it's now it's just habitual. It's a way of life. Right. I don't have to think about it anymore. Right. I don't even have a scale. Right. I hear you. I know how I feel. I know how I look. I know how my clothes fit. I'm good to go. I know when I order some online, I can order a small. I already know. <laughs> so you, you're just a, you're just like an amazing living example of all of, of just of what we are supposed to be doing. Nothing yeah. special with me. Yeah. I'm I'm you. You know what I'm saying, sis? I, I mean, and and that's why I look at my. I love. I I love. I love life. I'm just really a a lover of life. I don't give a dang about complexions. I I understand the oneness in the universe. I really do get it. As far as I understand it, I like the way I understand it. That there, life is all connected. We are mere expressions of that which created all of us, mm-hmm. and we're goofy as heck when we trip on complexions and where somebody came from. Cool, hey, can you calm down? <laughs> but anyway, so being that, I um, I don't know. I just, I don't even know what I was trying to say. 
No, but I agree. I think you're a living example of what we're supposed to be. I don't think we're supposed to age fast. And I've been obsessed with this since I was 20. Now I'm I'm not 40 yet, but I'm I'm close. And and, you're uh, cool. and really and truly, sweetie, you look like you're 20. Thank you. <laughs> no, serious. And and it's gonna be like that. And you know what I love more than anything? You're not all painted up. Now right. I don't mind enhancing. I do it all right. the time. Right. But but most of the time I love looking at who I look like. Right. Right. Because I don't I'm not I don't look like the paint. Right. So right. when I come home, I like to I like to take it off and look at me right. and love for me. Right. Because my face is really okay. Yeah, for sure. The way it is. You know what I mean? So I, I think you're really beautiful. I really do. Thank you so much. Yeah. Now I want to talk about peeled. So you're living your best life, child. Um, sounds like you're <laughs> you're doing some new stuff. There's this vegan competition show. It's on Unchained TV, correct? Uh-huh. How did you get involved with this and why did you say yes? Well, Vcon, you know, got in touch with me and um, they were like, we, we need a, another host. Uh, Dr. Shabnam Islam is going to be a host and we would love to have you as a host. And I thought, okay, but why would not... I'm a chef, a judge. I'm a chef. I was thinking to myself, but then when I met Shabnam, I, I, I really loved the part so much, the, the host part, because you're really able to nurture the contestants and it's just, a, it was just fun being a host. Um, so yeah, I got a chance to, got a chance to do that. I don't know what it's looking like. <laughs> I ain't seen it. <laughs> But how do we watch? So we can watch it streaming. How do we watch? I think you can watch it streaming. I okay. think they're only going to. Uh, I think they're only give, giving you two episodes on okay. on Saturday night. Okay. I think those are the only two, and then they're kind of leaving everything up like cliffhangers and stuff like that. I don't even know if they're announcing the winner. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, okay. yeah, that's how they're doing it. Filming it was it fun? It was good, yeah. And you know, most things I do are fun because I'm out of the restaurant. I'm away, you know, I'm away from LA, meeting new people, and especially at my age, you know, it's cool for an older person to to get out and start doing different stuff that they've never done before, but have always desired to do. You know, so who would think? Come on now, I'm gonna get my first little acting gig in my seventies, so. But my manager, I could see a whole thing happen with you just right now. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Hey, do you know I just did the Mercy for Animals thing uh, Friday night? They honored me with the community maker. It was, it was like amazing. It really was. It was awesome. Awesome. That is so awesome. I'm still waiting for like workout videos or something, child. Because yeah, girl, it's time for me to make a, a really cool workout video. It really is past time. It really is. Let me know. I'm going to send it to all my clients, okay? We're all subscribing. <laughs> I'll actually make it a part of my staying ages class. I'll be like, listen, y'all come and watch stuff, but better do some push-ups, okay? Yeah, there you go. <laughs> um, this is a really amazing. So I'm going to definitely, I'm going to link where people can watch the show on Unchained okay. TV. Cool. I'm going to link all your soldiers and all your stuff. I want to ask you two more questions. The first one is, are you a pessimist or an optimist? I'm just curious. What would you call um, yourself? You know what? That's a really good question. It really is a good question. Because 
there are sometimes um I can be pretty pessimistic. Um and, and most of the time I'm optimistic, but um if you're asking me about take for instance, I am not optimistic that the masses are going to stop eating meat right. before the planet goes to hell. I'm sorry. <laughs> I do not share that optimism. I do not. I hear you. Because <laughs> there is too much ignorance being perpetrated and, and, and given out to the masses. People are dumb. I'm sorry. And that's just the bottom line. Now, I am very optimistic when I'm right here right now with you, sis. Mm-hmm. And I know this is, a, this is a good interview and the people watching are going to love it. I have so much optimism about that. But when it, when it deals with the masses, mm. I cannot say that I am. I'm not optimistic. Mm. I'm going to leave it at that. And I what was the other question? The other one is, what what would you want? What do you want your legacy to be? If you if you've ever thought about it, like what would you want your legacy to be? You know, one um, that's that's easy enough. Um, someone who gave a damn mm. um, about life mm. and the gift of it. Some who somebody who really, you know, I I had, came from very humble beginnings. You know, I was first molested at age five. Things like that can either really jack you up Mm -hmm. or really enlighten you. Mm -hmm. So all of the crap that I've been through, and I've been through some horrible stuff, that some people would have been sitting someplace wanting to uh, end their human experience over it. I look at everything that I've been through as a part of the human experience and the journey at which I am supposed to be able to raise my level of consciousness. And when I move on from this form, I don't come back here low level like so many of us arrive. Right. I want to be up here. It's a human journey. It is what you have to go through. And you, with every experience, share and be helpful to somebody else. Because of my experience with that molestation, when a child came to me and said, I need a place to stay because my stepdaddy did something I, I just don't understand. Maybe mama didn't believe it, but you come, you got a bed at my house because I get it. Right. You understand? So there's a purpose for everything. And if you stay in the moment, I'm not going through that right now. That is not a part of my life right now. That is why the present is so important. I can't hang out back there. Yeah, I'm going to be depressed. Mm -hmm. But right here, right now, I'm impaled. Mm -hmm. Serious. Yeah. 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 You're amazing. And, you know, so many of my clients are dealing with so much trauma, child. Black women have so much trauma that we deal with. Girl, I have been picked up, body slammed. I've been cold-cocked to the where 
yeah, all the stars and all that stuff on the cartoons is real. I have had somebody take me and ram my head through a wall. I have been chased with a car and all of my belongings thrown in the middle of the street and the car up on the sidewalk chasing me. I've been addicted to drugs. So if you want to hang out back there, then yeah, you're going to be a wreck. Mm -hmm. But what about today? Yeah. Are you doing through any of that today? Are you going through any of that today? Is there somebody out there you can share your your story with and uplift them to be better? Or you just going to hang out there? Right. I'm not hanging out there. I'm living my life. I love it. That happened when I was in years ago. I'm 72 years old. They ain't got nothing to do with me right now. Period. And that might just sound cold and callous, but hey, the way I feel. I love it. I love it. It almost answers my optimism question. I understand you now. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you. I understand you now because I'm the same kind of person, you know, and sometimes, and it's one of those things where even now, you know, when you've been through a lot of stuff afterwards, you go, what was all that for? But then you don't really know what all that was for until it's Yeah. Keep living. Until you, yeah, you keep living. You get the answer. Yeah, yeah. Look how powerful you become, Queen. When you, when you've been through all that, when you walked in all them shoes, when you have experienced life like that, mm-hmm. and I'm still a mere baby in all of it. Right. I still got a whole bunch of life left. Yes, yeah. So that's why I can't squander my life worrying about yesterday. And I'm not squandering my life worrying about tomorrow. Yeah. I am enjoying my presence yeah. right here, right now. That is how I have to live my life. I could stop to be in tears now. It ain't like my feelings don't get hurt. Right. But I'm in control of me. You gonna stay there? Right. Are you gonna come home and take a CBD gummy and sit on down and watch? <laughs> <laughs> oh Lord! <laughs> and chill out. <laughs> oh my goodness! I love you. You're the best. Okay. So what is you. your? Would you have a website? Listen, the website. Wait a minute now, what what website? Now, look, I know I have an email address, but the website, I guess that's chefforbet.com or something like that. Okay. But really, let me tell you what I really want more than anything. Yeah. I really want folks to follow me on Instagram. I really would like to get past 189,000 followers to 200,000 followers. Y'all just just grace an older woman with your... Yeah. yeah, just follow me on Instagram. Let We're me get up that. to 200,000. We're going to do that. Everybody follow Chef Babette. It's going to be part yeah, of Chef Babette on Instagram. Oh, Chef Babette. She's the bomb.com. <laughs> so inspirational. Thank you so much. This was fun. You have no idea. You have made my whole year, 2022, it's fabulous because of you. Thank oh, you. Thank so you, baby. Much. All right, sweetheart. You take care of yourself. <laughs> Okay. Stay in the moment, boo. Okay. <laughs> Bye-bye. <laughs>
Are you interested in living your best, healthiest life? I'm Asosa E, also known as The Raw Girl of therawgirl.com, and I'm a certified nutrition specialist and behavioral coach who specializes in helping you discover what exercise and diet is best for your body and get to the root cause and rebalance if you have a serious chronic condition. Clients who've worked with me have reversed diabetes, hypertension, balanced hormonally, gotten rid of acne for good, and lost hundreds of pounds. If you are interested in reaching your health goals with some support this year, visit therawgirl.com to sign up for a 20-minute call with yours truly. Until then, stay healthy and happy. All right, all right. It is time to take a question from Instagram or email. Remember, if you would like to have your question answered on the show, all you got to do is send me a DM. You can slide up in my DMs on Instagram at The Raw Girl or contact me via my website, therawgirl.com. Today's question is from Isabella via Instagram who says, I always try to live a healthy lifestyle, but I often backslide. How do I make a healthy lifestyle change that lasts? Ciao. That is a great question. (laughs) It is all in your habits, Isabella. You literally have to create momentum for long enough that you get used to how you feel with your healthy changes and can't imagine your life otherwise. I've noticed that sometimes with my clients that getting their mind right is necessary um, because sometimes you might have a subconscious uh, way of sabotaging yourself because of the way you grew up or... The, the, the noise in your head or life experiences. And sometimes that gets in the way of your progress, especially people who have yo-yo dieted for a long time and they feel like they're always going back and forth. So there's the subconscious mind, there's the momentum that you need. And then very often when we know that we should change and we don't, um, we usually are getting in our own way out of fear. Sometimes it's fear of losing a peer group, friends, families, Um, or or anyone who's really used to the smaller version of us. I know so many people who are afraid to tell other people no and tell themselves yes, and that in itself keeps them from making the changes that they need um, to make their health what they envision it. So you got to kind of deal with all of those aspects. You got to work through all of those emotions um, and really look at what is it that's keeping me from what that's keeping me going backwards, backsliding. You also got to look at what your motivation actually is. Like, why do you want to be healthier? If you don't have a good enough reason or compelling enough reason, a deep enough connected enough reason, you may not really feel like getting up every day and doing that workout. (laughs) For me, I look at someone like Chef Babette doing those push-ups, and I'm like, that is me, child. I am all the way here. I will get up so I can wear a bikini at 72, okay? (laughs) So you need to figure out what it is for you, and it needs to be something that's deeply connected, that makes you, that lights you up. And then sometimes, you know, for some people, that's their kids. Sometimes people use short-term things. It's always good, though, to have something that's very connected to your heart because that's what's really going to sustain you and make you do the daily habits day in and day out. I hope that helps you. 
Okay, it's time to close out today's show. And I hope you learned a thing or two about improving your health and staying ageless and gotten inspired. I'm inspired. Um, It's clear that we need to take action. Okay, if you want to stay ageless, you got to take some action. We all have things that we could do to live healthier and keep our body functioning at its peak. If you don't know what those things are for you, I think I gave you some ideas today. (laughs) If you do know and you're not doing them, then it's time to get on it, child. Leave a comment or DM me on Instagram at The Raw Girl if you are going to make some changes based on hearing this podcast. I want to know, okay? I hope to hear from you soon. Today, I leave you with a quote from George Burns. He says, if you ask what is the single most important key to longevity... I would have to say it's avoiding worry, stress, and tension. And if you don't ask me, I still have to say it. (laughs) Well, that's all for today, sis. If you're looking for more health tips or have a question for the show, find me on Instagram at TheRawGirl. You can also find me and contact me through my website, TheRawGirl.com. For more on the show or to listen to past episodes, visit StayingAgelessShow.com. To join us for the upcoming Staying Ageless 30 Plus program, visit stayingagelessuniversity.com. 